Hi, I'm Kira. And I'm Sarah. And And you're you're listening to Decom Mission. Backstreet's back. All right. Hello, everyone. Kira's back. All right. For two more days. We are recording this episode together in the same room. For the first time ever. For the first time in forever. A year and a half. Well, I mean, it It is is the first time time ever ever, for this podcast. Yeah. Yeah. It feels weird recording together, but it feels nice. It sure do. We finally redid our intro. We sure did. Will which is why have noticed the, before this. That's why sure. the episode from the prior week, which is the Smart House episode, is going to be a week late, and I didn't say anything because <laughs> why? Why would you say anything? Why I'm guessing you're putting nice. a new intro before the Smart House. Yeah, one. I was going to ask all... you, but I'm like, we're not going to explain it till the next week. But it's fine. I have it all. Edited. Our listeners are smart enough to figure it out. Yeah, I have it all edited, but I I'm just waiting for the um for the intro. I thought you were going to say you're waiting to have more time to do it because you haven't had time to edit, so that's also... Well, somebody didn't upload their episode until I told them to, but it only takes me like an hour and a half to edit now, I'm really happy you weren't trying to edit that while I was in Florida (laughs) because that would have been really sucked. Like, I don't have my computer, I'm sorry. I swear I uploaded it to the drive. It might have... Sometimes Google Drive just goes like, no, I don't want to upload this like, right when you think it's supposed to be done. I also may have only saved it and then exported it and then just... My head went, oh yeah, it's on the drive now. Nah, I don't... I'm gonna say that it's Google it's Drive. It's the Google Drive. It's technology. Technology. Uh, yeah. So welcome to episode two of season three, which is crazy. I've been recording for over a year. This episode is our 2000 movie, which is Alley Cat's Strike. Which neither of us had seen, right? You hadn't seen that one before either. No, I had not. And I just realized that you're going to have to look up the full blurb because I don't have my computer. Ah, yes. So role reversal. I will say these blurbs aren't too bad from what I remember of the full one. Alley Cat's Strike. There you go. There's that 90s hair boy. All right, this movie is TVG. It's from 2000. It's an hour 27, and it's sports, drama, and coming of age. Which so I pretty yeah. accurate. Yeah, I think it. I think it makes sense. All right, Sarah, read the big blurb. Oh my gosh, big job, big blurb. When an annual inner school competition ends in a draw, the organizers turn to bowling to break the tie. Four outcast teens with a love for the lanes are thrust into the spotlight along with the most popular and athletic kid in school, dot dot dot, who has never bowled a day in his life. That's pretty much the plot of the the movie. I'd say that's pretty accurate. What Mm -hmm. I do think is really funny is two parts of the photo that is used for the cover photo. One, there are two people that are also a part of this bowling team that are two black men that are not included in this so this is just the whitest photo yes um and then the other funny thing is that uh alex the lead kid's mom who is in about two seconds of this movie and we thought she was dead for the majority of it she's in this <laughs> really photo. thought we were a dead mom 
Actually, I thought that they were trying to find an excuse to not have the mom in the movie at all. Like, to not pay another actor. But she ended up coming back in the end of the grandpa. For, like, four seconds. What was the grandpa? What? They never even mentioned them. The grandpa just showed up and he's like, I'm feeling okay, I guess. One of my favorite things was when Alex's dad kept saying, your mom and your grandpa miss you. And then Alex would say, I miss bowling. Yeah. (laughs) And then towards the end, the mom was like, I love you, Alex. And I really wanted him to say, I love bowling. (laughs) I sure do love bowling. All right. So my blurb for this movie is there are these four kids. Uh, Alex is the main one. Then there's Elisa, who's played by Kaylee Cuoco from uh, the Big Bang Theory fame. Uh, Ken and uh, Delia, who are these the four outcasts who really like not only bowling, but just the whole 50s aesthetic and 50s music and eating at the diner. And Elisa only wears like poodle skirts and like 50s girls outfits. Really weird. And then uh, Alex only wears bowling shirts that he ordered out of a catalog that have other people's names on them, which I learned might actually be a reference to The Big Lebowski because apparently Steve Buscemi only wears bowling shirts that don't have his name on them. Oh, you're probably right then. I would have never thought of that. I read about that this morning. Oh, so when we're just hanging out, you're researching stuff for the episode. No, I didn't even research it on IMDb. I found a list on Ranker. Like, I was looking on Ranker and I saw it and I was like, oh, okay. I actually didn't read any of the IMDb trivia for this movie, now that I think about it. But let me keep going with this blurb. So there's two towns, East Appleton and West Appleton. And our bowling heroes are from West Appleton and... Both Appletons have this ongoing middle school sports war. I really thought that this was about high school. I, I, I guess I should have paid attention no to the beginning because I do remember them saying something about middle school, but yeah. my mind just went automatically, oh, high school, high school Yeah, sports. they're like junior high. And I was like, excuse me? Sports weren't that big of a thing in middle school. No. Where we grew up, like no one cared about middle school sports. No, it was really weird. Um, also, I love the fact that Appleton is like all about apples. Like they talk yeah. about apple pies. Apple Big on cider. the east side, and the west side does apple cider is their specialty. And the whole movie takes place in the fall season, so it's like oh, I didn't even know oh, falling that. leaves. You didn't. I noticed that every '90s decom is like set in the fall with the leaves falling, and yeah. I just love it so much. Oh, this chair leans back really scarily. Oh. <laughs> just kidding, everyone. Let's see if I can. Speaking of fall, Kira's about to catch me uh, up falling. Okay, I'm fine now. Um, so. Todd is this sports hero boy who has helped bring the golden apple or the mighty apple or whatever it is. I think it's the mighty apple. The mighty apple to West Appleton for like five sports. Because apparently every sports for the year counts or something. It's like the Olympics where it's like the total of all the sports. But then it came down to bowling where only bowling was the tiebreaker. And also why was it in the fall if it's supposed to be like the end of the year because it's the mighty apple and you can only have apple awards in the fall season okay that does that actually makes sense it does but it it doesn't make sense where it's the beginning of the school season so how would they maybe they do it for the whole year and then at the new school year they i don't know i'm I'm not gonna think too much into it uh so todd helps tie it up by winning the basketball game and like getting the scoring point or whatever winning point not scoring point every point is scoring um, and then, <laughs> imagine some points are negative. <laughs> you suck. More, minus one. That'd be more interesting, honestly. 
Uh, so they decide that the tiebreaker between the two towns is going to be a bowling game. I don't know. A bowl off. A bowl off, yeah. Bowl off. Like a name, like a bowl. Hello, my name is Bowl Off. Um, anyway. So the bowling club is the four quote unquote losers, and they have to teach Todd how to bowl, but of course he doesn't want to learn and he's all standoffish because they're weird and then Alex tries to like befriend him and then uh he starts bringing him to like parties and stuff where they're eating Sundays and I'm like I wish I had gone to that party uh but (laughs) then uh the other bowling team members are like Alex isn't normally like this and then Alex overhears of course some of the popular kids going well we don't really like Alex we'll stop being friends with him after the bowling game is done and it's like, oh no, Alex is sad and he quits the team. And Todd's like, no, but you're you're doing better. And then he comes back and wow, they win. Spoilers, but it's it's still really fun though. It is really fun. But at the beginning, we were thinking maybe it, the whole moral is going to be winning's not everything. But of course, which it's not because they winning, did win in the end. Winning is literally everything in this movie. Uh, the other thing about this movie that I love. But wish there was, wish they leaned a little heavily, more heavily into it. Is this movie is hella queer coded, mm-hmm. which you called from the beginning. Oh, it's because so the start of this movie starts with uh, Alex introducing everybody with these like freeze frames. His freeze frame for Todd lasts for so long. Mm-hmm. He just talks about him, and I'm like, this movie is queer coded. Yeah. And then throughout the movie, you would have like the scene where from across the room they lock eyes. Oh. And then what was the other big one where it's just like? Well, there was a moment when Todd's like, he was like holding on to his shoulder. He's like, Alex, you gotta believe in yourself. Like, I believe in you or something like that. And I was like, yeah, you do. Yeah. You got, you got it, man. You could do it. This is, yeah. But I just, like, I know it was 2000 and it would never happen, especially because they're only supposed to be in junior high. But you were really just hoping, like, come on. Give us especially because there give was us a popular more. girl who Todd was, like, who was, like, really into Todd. And Todd was tri- kind of just like, hey, Lauren, thanks. Whatever. And they, like, weren't actually, like, flirting. And then Elisa, you could tell that they were, like, kind of trying to do a little thing, but it was, like, there was so much more spark and chemistry between the, between those two boys. Mm-hmm. So much chemistry. And there, the thing about this movie is that the dialogue wasn't great, the story is fine, but the acting was really good. Yeah. The performances like, were good. there was a point where I turned to Kira, I'm like, this doesn't even feel like we're watching a DCOM, mm-hmm. it just feels like a normal 2000 movie. Yeah. It, it just felt like a... Kind of just a real life thing. Like, it felt like something that could happen. It was a little bit fantastical with like the mighty apple and the town's warring. And then at one point, East Appleton's bowling team gets like a super important bowling guy as their coach. And Todd and Alex were like, oh my God, what are we going to do? But but it was really fun. Yeah, it was fun. Like I, I don't think I ever thought during the movie like, when is this going to be done? Like, no, I, I never like, thought that. Yeah. No. It was also just really fun to watch it together, too, because we usually yeah. don't get to be in the same room watching. Yeah, I do wonder what we would have thought of this movie if we were watching it together, but I, I like think we it would have been I fun. feel like it would have been about the same. Yeah, I think it's still, I think, I think it would have been exactly the same, yeah. I don't think it really would have been any different. It's, it's a solid movie. It's, it's the same type of, something I like about some of the sports movies that I wish all of the sports movies did for DCOMs is they don't take themselves too seriously. Like, this movie was able to kind of have fun with it, be loose, be fun, without being this 
without being double teamed. Mm-hmm. But I think the problem that double team had had is that it was also a biography. Right. And also the nice thing about nine late nineties and early two thousands Disney stuff is I feel like in their more recent things that they came out with, they are putting these big names yes. into into their decoms from their TV shows and trying to make a movie around the stars that are That's in it. Whereas point. back then it was just like, okay, we have these kids who are actors and we're going to put them in this movie, but they've never done Disney stuff before because Disney Channel hadn't been around for that, at least like the shows that... Yeah, no, that actually makes a really... Uh, uh, that makes a lot of sense and I hadn't even thought about that. But... I mean, now Kaylee Cuoco is famous, but I mean, then she was just a normal like kid who yeah. had been on a couple of shows. I don't think I'd ever seen her in something where she was that young, so it was really interesting. And to she see was that. very good, and it makes a lot of sense why she got so popular. But it's just that is a really good point that I, I, I mean, it wasn't that long after this movie that they started doing that. I mean, think about You Wish, which came out in what two thousand three, two thousand four. Because mm-hmm. I mean, AJ, whatever his name was, he was on. Even Stevens and Lolaine was on Lizzie McGuire, and Spencer Breslin was Spencer Breslin. So mm-hmm. I mean, that was already I think that was that might have even been two thousand two. Now, right? And then Cadet Kelly came out. Oh, with... Cadet Kelly was two thousand two. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't always that, even when they started doing it. But nowadays, I feel like it is. Mm-hmm. Nowadays, I feel like they don't make a, a decom without it having some sort of Disney star. The only one I can think of is Upside Down Magic. Maybe not. Yeah, I mean, I didn't recognize anyone, but I also haven't seen yeah, a lot so. of the newer shows, so there could have been someone in there. But, like, Camp Rock. We got the Jonas oh. Brothers. We have Demi Lovato. Yeah. Obviously, one's, like, Wizards of Waverly Place, the movie is based on yeah. the show, and the Sweet Life movie's based on yeah. the show, so obviously those are going to have the same actors in it. Yeah. But even Descendants, that had Dove Cameron, and she's been in Livin' Maddie. Yeah, and Sophia Carson and um, Bryce Cameron. Mm-hmm. I don't know if Boo Boo Stewart had been in anything, but I don't care because I love Boo Boo Stewart, so I'm not I'm not mad about it. Yeah. Do we want to go into Test of Time from this? I feel like we're kind of already talking about yeah, I like feel the like, age of it. and I feel like we might as well. I actually haven't thought about the test of time for this one now that I think about I it. I feel like I thought about this less. One, because we watched it last night and mm-hmm. usually we wait like <laughs> sometimes a week, sometimes even longer between watching and recording, but we just watched it last night. So I And we've been doing stuff together since then, so I didn't yeah. really have a chance to go through and look. Let me look at my sheet. But I feel like it holds up pretty well. It, it, it definitely feels dated for a lot of reasons. The music, at one point... Uh, Todd's like, don't you listen to any nowadays music like the Backstreet Boys or Savage Garden? And I was like, wow. Throwback. But those were big at the time. I know. But like, I, first of all, I just learned about Savage Garden because I just watched JoJo Part 4 about a year ago. Oh my gosh. I feel like Crash and Burn was such a big song when we were in high school. That was Savage Garden. I know other songs of theirs, but I just can't think of them right now. I don't know anything. I'm trying to think. But it holds up a lot better than... Like, Brink? Oh, it holds up so much better than Brink. I was actually going to look at um, Right on Track and see what I gave that. An 8.5. I wouldn't say that it's an 8.5. I was thinking maybe, like, maybe do I have anything that's, like, a 7.75? Oh, the 13th year is, like, a 7.75. And I would say it holds up about as well as the 13th year, where you can definitely tell that it's dated. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't make you go, oh, my God, this is so 90s. Mm-hmm. It makes you go, like, oh, look at the 90s hair. Oh, look at the... Look at the 90s bowling style, the music. Yeah. Okay, that's It's a cute. charming. Yeah. Nine, or late 90s, early 2000s feel. I don't know. I think I want to give this one higher than the 13th year. I feel like it does hold up a little better. 
So I might do the same as right on track. Do I want to do, do I have anything five? at an eight? What do I have a... Let me just see if I have anything at, at an eight. I, I, I saw seven, seven, five at um, the 13th year and I went, yeah, I'm fine. That's good. Let's see. There also just wasn't... Oh, jump as, in. At least not that I can remember. There wasn't anything problematic unless I missed something. Yeah, I'm going to give it an eight because I do agree with you that it's a little bit... Holds up a little bit better than um, the thirteenth year. Man, I have I have jump in so I I'm thinking about it. Whenever I think back to I jump say in, you, you always go back and I feel like you, we might you might like knock it down a little bit every time we talk about it. I'm gonna do an eight point five. I'm for, just gonna keep for it this an one. I might bump jump in down to like a seven seven five, but we'll see. Well, that's that's like a once the that's, whole podcast. Yeah, is that's done. gonna be down the line. Yeah, oh, I'm excited to get into our rad dad, bad dad episode because we've so got I, some good things to talk I about. I was thinking and... about that. So there's two dads in this movie that we're going to have to talk about. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to spoil anything about that, but Todd's dad and Alex's dad, mm-hmm. um, who were like best friends in high school or in school and they lost a game that cost the town the Mighty Apple and so they stopped being friends and they hate each other. Um, so that's going to be interesting. I'm successful. I'm expecting... We will talk about Rad Dad, Bad Dad after Halloween. Hmm. That'd be a good so time then we to can, do it. Yeah. So maybe like sometime in November. Yeah. So it's about, it's not really halfway through the season since we're going to, we're going to be starting Halloween on the early. 15th of September because we've got seven Halloween movies we're going to be doing. So excited. Girl vs. Monster. My mo- mom's got a date with a vampire. The Phantom of the Megaplex. Twitches, Twitches 2 and Zombies, Zombies 2. Um, so that should get us to the 27th or 29th or whatever it is of October. Um, so we've still got the greatest movie of all time next week, so it's fine. Oh. I thought, I genuinely thought, I was like, am I going to have to wait until after Halloween to watch (laughs) The Luck of the Irish? It is kind of unfortunate that we didn't plan this so that we were watching that one together. But this one ended up being really good too Mm -hmm. to watch together. If this was a bad movie, I would have been really disappointed and been like, ah, we should have just switched it and then released that one later. But honestly, it's fine. honestly, though, if we had watched The Luck of the Irish together and it was not as good as I remembered it, you probably would have seen me sobbing on the floor, <laughs> going, my brain has been lying to me for 20 years. No, instead, Ethan can watch you do that at your apartment. <laughs> I'm so, I'm so excited. I'm so, so very excited. I have no idea what we're going to watch, though, because I have. Uh, yeah, you don't have like traveling have, and work and I have all this traveling. stuff. Traveling. I have Ethan's family is coming to visit us next weekend. We'll figure it out. It'll be fine. We're we're a week ahead. That's why we do this. Um. Yeah. So I'm fine with an eight. I think this movie. Yeah, it feels like it's an early two thousands, late nineties movie, but it's not a bad thing in the way same way that like Smart House had the. Oh, the future like, effect technology yeah. that was so out of date. We're just making the entire time you were watching it. You just you're like this was supposed to be a futuristic Ugh. thing. Oh, this is so yeah outdated. I think it's also because a lot of it pays homage to the fifties. Mm-hmm. So there's that. It's kind of like like it feels a tad bit like Teen Beach movie in that way, where it's like yeah. they're they're paying tribute to the fifties. So it's kind of like it's kind of hard to get a sense of the current time because they're actually it also is kind of like double teamed because double team took place in the True, 80s yeah, but double yeah, team did a really a... bad job of pretending to be in the 80s yeah. <laughs> oh my god i keep forgetting that movie even took place in the 80s because there was nothing that seemed 80s no there wasn't. and i didn't like maybe a couple outfits 
But I didn't mean part. it to be overtly, but it was like the sets and the locations and the things they talked about. I was like, none of this makes it feel like it's the eighties, ten or 15 like if years I didn't know this. it was a biography about two people from the eighties and it didn't say like nineteen eighty whatever. I don't think I would have caught on. No. So I'm glad I'm I'm glad that this movie did it better in that regard. Um, moving on to the moral. <laughs> oh my gosh, the moral! I was jotting stuff down throughout the entire movie, and then it got to the end where we had surprise more freeze frames. Oh my god, so many freeze frames! <laughs> and every like a- Alex is doing the voiceover for them, and he would just start listing a different moral after moral. <laughs> And I was trying he to keep up and I, I had talking. to, at the end I had to tell Kira, I'm like, we need to back this up because I need to be writing all of these down so I can bring them up. It was like one in, a, it was like one after the other. It was like, he was trying to be a philosopher or they were all in the writing room. I think yeah. this is a joke you made. We were yeah. all in the writing room and they just, everyone wanted their idea to be in the final script. Yeah. So they're like, okay, we'll just throw them all in. That's fine. <laughs> So let's see if I, I kind of wrote these all over the place because I didn't leave enough room to write them all in order, but let's see what I've got here. I have Alex's dad, I believe, who said, different isn't necessarily bad. It's just different. That was more towards the beginning or the middle of the movie when mm-hmm. I think it's, I'm pretty, was it when they were talking about closing the bowling alley and he was worried I about the future? Think and, so, Yeah. yeah. And then at some point, Todd said, it's okay to aim high, and it's okay to show it. Mm-hmm. So there were some people who were, like, afraid to yeah, like, go for the other for The, goals, the other bowling team members were not showing their spirit of yeah, wanting to win. They were just wanting to have fun, and then Todd said- They were like, just wanting to was, bowl, man. Yeah. Um, I've got, I think this is Alex- th- Alex's dad again saying, don't let winning come before friendship or something along those lines. Yeah. <laughs> so that's something that they were trying to hit on is like, keep your friends over winning. Yeah. Todd with another one. Sometimes I'm not the best and you gotta let that be okay. <laughs> I don't know when he Oh, said. he said that to his dad after he oh, let Delia right. do the winning bowl. I was thinking he said that to his friends. I'm like, when did he say this? But oh, I'm glad frame, I wrote I them down and you're remembering better than I am. See, this is why I have to write them down. Uh, I did not finish this. <laughs> Spots can be fun. Not Sports can be fun. Spot. <laughs> I literally wrote spots. I'm like, why did I write spots can be fun? <laughs> sports. See, I couldn't write fast enough. And I, yeah, sports can be fun. Something, something, something. So obviously I'm not gonna... <laughs> Can I see? <laughs> no, I literally just wrote like dot, dot, dot. Because I think even I was like, I, I don't have time to write this. And you're like, it's fine. It doesn't matter. No, I don't think I meant that. <laughs> Let's see if the quotes are in IMDb because there's no trivia. Well, the moral is sports can be fun. That's something that I need to remember because I don't really sports like playing sports. fun and not always, not always life or Co- death. Competitive? I don't know. The only quote on IMDb is the fact that Delia always says, wouldn't you like to know? <laughs> uh, Sports see. can be fun. Wouldn't you like to know? <laughs> strike. Alley cat stroke. Alley cat strike quote. Sports. Ooh, I cannot type today. Sports can be fun. The answer is No. The answer is no. The answer is no, I can't find (laughs) it. Okay. Um, Well, anyway. You'll probably hear it if you watch this movie 
And you'll hear Todd say something about how sports can be fun. Not a... Not a chore. Not, not a... Something. Not a competition. Yeah. I mean, luckily, I don't think that's... that's it's it. not the big one. Otherwise, I would have gone back and... Yeah. <laughs> The only ones the that I, the only ones that I like thought of off the top of my head, because we both at the end of the movie were like, yeah, these are, these are it. Was that the last one? No. Oh, these, more? this was before Alex's like, oh my God, thing tirade? Yeah. Oh, geez. So at the end, Alex starts going on this thing and he said, you can always find some common ground if you look hard enough. And then uh, like a few seconds go by and he says something about how sometimes worlds collide and then something along those lines. And then at the very end. If you have beef with someone, settle it in the alley. <laughs> and that was like their big finish. Oh my god. <sighs> Which I think is the true moral. If you have beef someone, beef, beef if you have beef with someone, just finish it in the alley. I think that's what well, they're trying to teach. I people. think that's I think that's the I don't want to say that's the, the, the accidental true moral. I think that but I think it also is. I think the one that's like the first one you said that Alex thought of at the top is... Uh, oh, you can always find common ground with someone if you look hard enough. I think that's, that's the one. That's the actual yeah, one. that's I the think. actual one. Yeah. But the only ones that I like thought of off the top of my head were winning is, isn't everything, which obviously wasn't true. And then there was something like... Uh, and the, I think different isn't necessarily bad. It's just different. Because yeah. there's yeah. a lot, not only event-wise, with like the schools merging together and the bowling alley possibly going under and... People changing and, like, Alex finding different hobbies and different friends he likes hanging out with. Like, there was yeah. a lot of change, which makes sense because it's middle schoolers. There could, there's going to be a lot of change. So I think that was definitely yeah. a... This was the one. most moral heavy movie we've watched so far. Yeah. Wasn't there one not too long ago where we were thinking the same thing? Like, this is a lot of morals. Uh... It wasn't Smart House, was it? I don't think so. Was it the swap? Maybe it was the end of the swap. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, this was like, it was like, we, it was like, yeah, stop. Too many. Take a breath. Yeah. Should we go with those two then? Like the, yeah, I the think, common ground. I think the settling in the lanes is like, ah, I get it. You're taking the real moral and twisting it into being about bowling. You did it. Congratulations. Mm-hmm. But yeah, what is, what is, what is it again? If you... No, settle if you are different. What is it? You can always you can always find some common ground if you look hard enough. Yeah. And then the other one was if you have beef with someone, you can settle it in the alley. Yeah. I think it did a pretty good job. I wouldn't say it's mind blowing, but I think it was fine. Yeah. And I think the common ground thing, like, yeah, they I kinda liked how not no one was too evil in this one. Like we had a lot of people who definitely I mean, I guess it was more like middle school drama. Yeah. But for the most part, like, Lauren was probably the worst, and she wasn't... She wasn't even that She bad. wasn't terrible. She was just like, I don't know, like a, a stuck-up middle schooler, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> but then people like Bubba were just like, oh, bowling kid! Like, you bowling could tell. Bowling kid! <laughs> like, he wasn't someone who was in their friend group, but he was, like, having fun with them. So, everyone found common ground, and in the end, everyone got along and bonded over bowling. The bowling ball. I think this is better than the 13th year, which moral is accept your destiny, which I have at a seven. Yeah. Oh, I think this is better than that. Right on track. It's not about winning. It's about being the best person you can. That's really similar. And that I have at an 875. I have hatching Pete at an 85. You can live your whole life in a shell or you can hatch. I have descendants one at 825. And I think it's better than that. 
Yeah. What do I have Hatching Pete at? Because this kind of gives me like Hatching Pete vibes in that sense. But I don't know if I want to do a little higher. Maybe an 8.75? I think I'm going to do an 8.5. I have Cowbells at an 8.5 with Don't Judge a Book by its Cover and I Bewish at an 8.75. And I think this is just a notch below You Wish and um, right on track. Like just, mm. just like a small notch because I wish they'd found more common ground than just... We book bowling, but what is it about? We both want to win. Yeah, that's like my only qualm. That's true. I keep getting the like the change moral in my head too, and I'm like, oh, they did do a really good good job of like all the different changes of life too. So like, I keep thinking, changes. <laughs> yeah, I have right on track at an eight seven five. Copycat. Copycat what? I have it at an 875. Oh. <laughs> Don't I? Did scroll, I look at scroll, yours? Scroll, scroll, Am scroll. I dumb? Did I look at yours? 875. You're right on tracks in 85. Oh my god. I did look at yours. I keep thinking I'm pink for some reason. Okay, well, Sarah's got the scores that I just said. Okay, so right on track, I have an 85. I'm pretty sure I'm still going to keep it with what I, no, with what I said. I have, well, I'd be wished at an 85, and I have. um. Cowboys and 825. Yeah, I'll put it in, at an 85 with the other ones. And I will say at an 8.75. I don't even think Why I have. Why find you wish on my list? See, it's way up You the get top. to see this in real time where I'm I, trying yeah, to, I also have where hatching, I'm scrolling to try I also to have Hatching Pete at an 8.5. I might bump one of the 8.5s up to an 8.75, but I'll do that later. I just really want to know what my you wish score is now. Like, it doesn't it's, matter to me. I it's just, at the top. <laughs> I swear I was just there. Oh, it's here. the third eight. one. Wow. Okay. Like all your eight fives are eight seven fives for me, and I think that's really funny. It's really funny. Okay. So I was generous, and I'm awful. There's been a few where I, <laughs> going back to double team, that was one that I was not as generous with. Well, yeah, you were you were not as generous with double team. It was the dad in that movie it drove me crazy. Yeah, he was awful. And then obviously I was way nearer to Halloween Town. It'll be interesting with the Halloween movies this season to see. Because I know, I don't know. I haven't seen any of them. I used to watch Phantom of the Megaplex all the time. And Mom's Got a Date with a Vampire. vampire. Yeah. I haven't seen I don't think I've seen, I may have seen the Twitches movies way back in the day. Maybe. I might have seen Twitches 1. What was the other one? Twitches 2. Wasn't there another one that was, you've seen zombies and zombies too? No. Wasn't there another one though, like, around Phantom of the Megaplex? Um, not that we're watching, because Can of Worms and Stuff to Super right. Plain and Weird are actually not Halloween movies. So and then Under Wraps still isn't there. I, I want to watch Under Wraps. We gotta wait for the remake. Did we talk about how they're doing a remake yeah, on this podcast, did. or was that We in? did. Okay. Yeah. So we're not doing Can of Worms and Stuff to Super Plain and Weird, because they weren't technically released around Halloween time. And I was like, we don't want to overload it. And since they're actually about aliens, it's not super Halloween-y, so... I made an executive decision... Oh, God. I have no idea what to rank this movie. I, like, have a vague idea, but I don't really... I don't know. I don't know. I think I'm going to give it a B plus. I was thinking A minus, which makes sense, because I was more generous with the other two rankings. I think I'm going to give it a B plus. I have Descendants 1 at a B plus, and I think I liked this better than Descendants 1, which I have at an 82, and I think I might bump down to an 81. Yeah. I have... I'm actually surprised that I don't have any of the Descendants movies at an A-, but the first Descendants was a B+. You have 
you have descendants the three and an A minus. Sorry, it says A just because of the. Oh wait, no, you don't. You have it at an A two. Wait, what? Ninety one. What's a ninety one? An A. So I do have them all at A's. Well, besides, why are they different colors? This is the wrong color. Okay, hold on. We are but yeah, on I would, ways to be. I would put I this see. movie right between Descendants and Descendants 2 and 3. So A minus. And my number. I feel like I just want to go right in the middle. Maybe more. A- 85 sounds right. A nice 85. Do I have anything in an 80? I might bump Descendants down to an 80 and put this in an 81. No, I'm jumping in an 80. Do I have anything that's 79? Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna be really finicky right now because I want to. <laughs> Jump in is gonna be at a 79. Because I don't think that this is a like right at the top B plus movie. I think it's got some flaws. So I'm gonna put descendants at a an 80 and put this at an 81. And I'm fine with that because I think this is a fun watch. Mm-hmm. Like we said, there was no, there was no moment of like, oh my god, when is this gonna end? Like we had that with Smart House, even like Smart House, we were both kind of like, whew. and we were both excited to watch that movie. Yeah, like, we both watched it a lot growing up. But yeah, it did not age. I didn't <laughs> like watch it a lot was... growing up. I saw it like in the background. It was like, no, scary okay, I forgot. Robot I forgot. House you, lady. I forgot you got scared of Pat. 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 Oh, <sighs> yeah. This movie, but yeah, this movie, yes, it was overloaded with morals, and yes, it was one of the most moral-heavy movies we've watched, but they made sense. They weren't just, like, throwing in morals mm-hmm. that didn't make they all any sense. Together. Um, it was, it was a fun story that, it, it was high stakes in the actual world of the movie, but it wasn't high stakes as a movie where I'm like, oh my god, what's gonna happen? What's gonna happen? Mm-hmm. Excuse me. It was just, it was just... It was just nice. Like, it was yeah. just a nice little movie. And I like how at the end it wasn't that, like, the team won and that was the end. Like, they they ended up, because if the West Side won, the new middle school that was combining both of them was going to be called West, West Appleton. Appleton. If they lost, it was going to be called East Appleton. But even though West Appleton won, they decided to call it Appleton, Appleton Central. Central. So it's not like they just won and kept their name. No, they, it was really they won cute. and they, they compromised, which is sharing like, is caring. That's another real moral. moral. Yeah. That's another accidental true moral. Sharing is caring. I think it's really funny though that they ended up combining schools when it's so weird. I guess that's my I, it's, guess. It's different now. I mean, it's been thirty years, but now there's so many places that are like splitting off into multiple. Well, schools. my guess is that it's kind of like there's a we're at my parents' house right now, and there's a a a high school nearby that is uh different towns and they all have one high school it's like a couple of different towns it's only like two or three but they're not quite big enough to have their own mm-hmm. schools um and it's a really really good high school because they've got multiple different points of income from multiple different towns yeah so like the towns aren't combining so it's actually really not a bad idea like community high schools in that way are actually kind of smart ideas but sometimes they get too big so yeah it's it it Obviously, each school is different, but it's just, I can understand why they were doing that. What I think is interesting is that they did it only, it seemed like they were doing it for, like, all of the schools. I would expect that they just did it for the high school. Yeah. That's, I, that, the, the, my main qualm with this movie, and I think it's the reason I can't put it in any sort of A list, is because 
why are they in junior high? Mm-hmm. And then if they, well, I guess, again, it's in the fall, so it's not the end of their year, but I feel like they would be graduating soon and going to high school. So then do they, like, after they combine, they're going to be splitting back off into into two different schools? Or are they combining that one, too? My guess, is, so they're, my guess is they're combining. Ooh, this chair is really squeaky. My guess is that they're combining the high school as well. I would just, I would just assume mm-hmm. they are combining the high school. And then I but, wonder if they're going to use the old schools for elementary schools in the different areas. Also, like, I was thinking maybe they didn't want to do it in high school because they wanted kids, like, this age. And they wanted to be able to have, like, a star player. I'm like, Todd could have still been a star player at, like, 15. Mm-hmm. That happens. Yeah. Especially for, like, certain sports. Like, kickers. A lot of the time, kickers and footballs are... Football are... Footballs. Football are really <laughs> they young. They are footballs. <laughs> I know. Well, sometimes they're, they're really young. And we had a couple kids in our high school that were freshmen and they were kickers on mm-hmm. our varsity team. Um, so, I mean, it's not unheard of that there could be a young star player. So, I just... I also feel like we're know. thinking about this way more than the people who wrote this movie. Oh, probably. We're like, why are they combining schools? What are they going to do with their other schools? What about these stars in middle school? Yeah. But I like that. Yeah. I like that this movie is making me think about the world. Because, as we know, and I haven't talked about it in a long time... Of the, the trifecta of story, Ooh, character, throwback. world, wow. or plot, character, world. I don't really care about plot. I like character and world. And this was a character world movie. Mm-hmm. Because the plot was there. Because obviously you can't have a story with no plot. So it was there. They wanted to win the Mighty Apple. Ta-da, it was bubbling. But it was all about the character development within the movie. About Todd's development. Alex's development. Not really the other kids in the team's development. Because they didn't really do much. In regards to develop. But, and then the world was about these two towns and how they interacted and the fact that they were joining together and the mayors and how they interacted and the history of the uh, two dads and how they were with their Mighty Apple stuff. So it was just, it was really immersive when it really didn't need to be. And I'm not saying that in a negative way. It was really nice to be able to feel like you were a part of this town. Mm-hmm. So it was, I mean, I just, that's, that's why like character world plot doesn't necessarily apply to just like fantasy stuff. So, I mean, like, the Descendants movies are interesting because not all of them are the same. For uh, Descendants 1, it's all world plot. Like, that is a world plot movie. But then uh, Descendants 2, I would say, is probably more character plot. Yeah, especially introducing all the new characters like Uma and Harry Hook, our favorite character. And then Descendants 3 is character world. Mm -hmm. There's plot... But it's way more focused on the development of the character and how the world is going to is pan out. So that, I think that's fascinating about the Descendants movies. And I forgot to mention it when we were actually talking about the Descendants. And speaking of the Descendants, which I actually did not mean for the segue, but it works. There's a Descendants stage musical for kids. There's like Descendants Junior. And I'm like, that's amazing. What? I don't know how they're going to do what? it, but I like love it. Like they're coming it. out with it or they have it It's already. like even licensed it's set for schools. Like I saw an ad. That's so cool. On Facebook or whatever, that was like, such and such town is going to be having auditions for Descendants the Musical or whatever. And I was like, that's such a yeah. fun one for kids. I feel like kids would be so into That would be a really that would, That's fun a really one. good way to get kids into theater more. Like kids who watch the musicals yeah. on Disney Channel and then they're like, that would be cool. And their school actually Well, High School it. Musical did it too. Yeah. There was High School Musical Junior and High School Musical the Musical, not the series. Oh my God. I know a lot of people whose high school did High School Musical. I don't think that doing High School Musical as a stage show would be in any way fun. I think it would be really boring unless you're like Sharpay. Yeah. But 
I appreciate that it was made into the option of doing it as a school musical because kids want to feel like they're a part of it. They want to feel like a Disney star. That's why Disney stars exist. Yeah. But we didn't even talk about one of my favorite parts was when they're doing the competition at the end and the announcer, I think his name was Sweet Lou. Sweet Lou. Sweet Lou, if I wrote down. And uh, who was it? Was it Delia? Who had to take over for For Todd Todd when he ended up with a a split. Was it called a a 710 split? And then Delia takes over and she does this spin and then she like She's squatting down and then she sends it down the alley super slow. And then you just have the announcer just announcing stuff the whole time. And it so takes like, funny. what, a solid two minutes for the scene to, to go by with the ball going down the alley. And he just says all the stuff like, I can feel my spleen pounding. <laughs> I'm having a an, an aneurysm a, or a something. Ple- something. Aplexy. I don't know. Something. Apoplexy. Yeah, sure. <laughs> I think I'm having liver failure. It's moving. It's so funny. <laughs> it was just one of my favorite scenes. It's like, okay, this is probably dragging out way longer than it needs to, but the fact that they really played into it with the announcer just made it really funny to me. So the director for this movie also directed Genius, as well as the Teen Wolf movie with Michael J. Fox. Some episodes of TV in... in the 90s, like, Caroline in the City and Suddenly Susan. He directed Beethoven's Second. Oh, the Beethoven movies. Yeah. forgot about those. Uh, The Duck Factory. I have no idea what that is. But this is, this and Genius were the only Disney movies that he directed. Is Genius a DCOM or is it just a Disney? I think it's just a Disney movie. Because I don't think it's on... I don't think it's on the list, but I could I could be wrong. I don't Let's remember seeing it, it on a list. It's from 1999, so I, I feel don't like I would have remembered seeing it. So Disney Genius is it? No, it's a decom. What? That's a weird picture. I just saw a glance. It's what it always is. Um, let me see. Disney, Disney, Disney Channel. No, no, no. Oh wait. Did it do that? No. This is Israeli TV. Okay. Disney Channel. Why can't I type a C? Channel. Original. There we go. Okay. My guess is that it's just one of the later 99s. Uh, well, let's hope so. Otherwise, we probably skipped it in our list. It's from August. So ah. it'll be after Johnny's Tsunami next year. And then the last one is Horse Sense. Ah, uh, horse movie. I always forget how many 1999 and 2000 and 2001 movies there are compared yeah. to... When you get to 2016, there's, what, one or two movies? Yeah. 1999 and 2000 are the like most. I think seven I, movies each year. 2000 has the most overall, but it also has... It had two ha- Halloween and one Christmas. So. But yeah, it's a, it's a degum. Yeah, so that's Alley Cat's Strike. Yeah. And the next movie is The Luck of the Irish. Oh, oh, that's As really we all sa- know. It's really satisfying in my ears. <laughs> if anyone, no one else knows this, but I'm wearing headphones and Kira isn't, not, so yeah. she's just like whispering to the mic. I'm like, oh, that's nice. This is <laughs> Live ASMR. I'm so, I'm so excited. 
I'm so excited. After that, I don't even care what it is. Like, I really, I think it's this the other me. This podcast can just be done after Lucky like, the Is Diary. it the other me? The other me? Is that a- No, it's True Confessions. We're not watching the other me this year. It's True Confessions and then the Even Stevens movie, which I'm also really excited about. And then it's going to the mat. Is that what a wrestling movie is? Yeah. Like? Those are the next three. Maybe sport one. Four, three, four. It's four. I like the sports ones though. Like, I know, I'm never I'm really never, mad. Yeah. I mean, the one after the one after that is is go figure. I gotta remember, sports can be fun. Sports, but something, something, but something. something. Um, yeah. I mean, I really like sports manga and anime too. So, and I like sport. I like watching sports. Yeah. You also like watching sports. Yeah. So we just don't like watching. It's funny. We yeah. No, we do like watching basketball and hockey. Yeah, but we just don't like each other's favorites. Yeah, baseball and football. Football's... It's because... I know I've said this multiple times, but I just can't stand behind a sport where 98% of the players have lasting head injuries. Yeah. There definitely needs to be changes. Like, it's just getting worse every year because everyone just gets more and more competitive and... uh, They push the limits too much. That's definitely true. It makes me so uncomfortable. Yeah. Um... Yeah. Anything else you want to mention about Alan Katz, Strike? I don't think so. Uh, what's the decom mission for this week? Um, go hang out with your best friend in person if you can. Yes, get matching safe. jumpsuits. Yeah, you're we're sitting here in our matching jumpsuits <laughs> that we bought a year and a half ago, and we're like, oh my gosh, we're gonna yeah. find somewhere to wear these together, and then pandemic COVID, COVID happened, and Kira moved to California. Yeah, we had like plans to wear them to Disney together. Um. What's mine? What do, what do I want to think of for another one? I can't uh, say bo- go bowling, but I don't want to say like, go bowling, but I was thinking like set up, make a bowling game out of stuff in your house. Like that's, that's like, true. I can some like empty cups that are like plastic and then like a tennis ball or something. It could be fun. Yeah. I might do, we used to do bowling with the residents at work all the time, but it's just one of those things where with COVID, it, like yeah. everything has to be super sanitary. You guys can do like lawn bowling, bowling, lawn bowling. We could, yeah. There's just obviously like sanitizing the bowling ball in between, which is another reason like I haven't gone bowling during COVID because I feel like there's just so many things you touch. And I mean, here's the thing, though: you should probably sanitize bowling balls in between. Yeah, you should anyway. And shoes and all that stuff that you are touching that everyone. The shoes else does. should get sanitized. Like I, I feel like that's pretty standard. Yeah. That like they're supposed to go through that. Just there's like a machine that they just get like stamped. But obviously that's lane to lane. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. That's a bummer because we went bowling like right before mm-hmm. I left, and that was fun. I'm bad at bowling, and Ethan is a <laughs> bad bowling teacher, but that's fine because Sarah and Daryl are good bowling teachers. I'm so happy I won at least one of those games. I sure didn't. Bragging rights. I really like bowling though. I think bowling is really fun. I don't ever want to do it competitively, but I think it's no, fun. definitely not. Kind of like um <laughs> most of the bowling team where I'm like, I like bowling. I just don't want to do it competitively. But hey, maybe that means someday we will too. I feel like I'm like Delia where I'm like, I really like the science of bowling and how things will move with like aerodynamics. But I don't make me play in a competition because I'll screw it up. Yeah. I guess that makes me more like Elisa, Elisa where it's yeah. like, I like bowling and I'm decent at it. I just, I don't want to take it too seriously. No. I don't like... 
I don't like competitive things because I am too competitive. Mm. I don't like you get getting down on competitive. Yourself if you yeah, I don't do well. Hate it. Yeah, I can see that. I don't. I can see I that being don't. True. It's not that I don't like losing. I don't like when I can't do my best. Mm-hmm. So when I know that I could do better and I don't do it, that's when it bothers me. If I lose and I'm like, oh yeah, I deserve to lose, I'm fine with it. But if I'm like, ah, no, I I could have done better than that. Like when I was competing with Irish dance. I used to have those moments where it's like I couldn't have better than that. I sh- I should have been able to do better than that. If I didn't win, it was like it was like yeah okay whatever, that's upsetting. But for a different reason. But if I couldn't even place, and I knew that I could have or felt that I should have, that's when it really was like I I I could have sworn that was my best. Is my best yeah. really not good enough? I think the only time I get super competitive is with board games. Like if I'm yes. playing Ticket to Ride or Catan or something, I'm like I need. Like, if it's last turn and I know someone's about to get all their victory points, I sit there on my turn and I'm like, I need to think of every possible way that they lose and I win. And then it took me a long time to realize, like, it's okay when other people win. Like, it doesn't mean that you're not doing your best. Like, <laughs> you're still trying to win. So this is why I actually really don't like Mario Kart. Because Mario Kart, it doesn't matter if you do your best. Oh, someone someone just, sends a blue shell yep. and it screws up your whole game. Which Ethan thinks is really fun and it's funny and all that stuff. I'm like, no, I just... I'm right. No, it kills me. It guts me. I like watching Mario Kart. I like watching other people play Mario Kart. I can't do it. I just can't. It's just one of those things where my brain just starts like twitching and malfunctioning. Yeah, especially when you hold on to first for the first two laps and then the last lap you just get hit. No, with all these the things. worst is when you you've been like getting to first and you finally get to first and you're right in front of the, the winning line and then you just get the shell and then you're stuck there and you watch like five people yeah. go past you and you're like oh. and then you had picked the car that accelerates the slowest and you're like why oh god Mario Kart is really stressful but I it's so fun I can't do it I just can't like I just it's just it just it doesn't compete with my brain yeah. like it just it's doesn't. also just a really fun drinking game playing drunk driving you ever you I've probably never, never done, done that. that you don't drink beer so <laughs> i sure don't ew, at some ew. point during the course you have to put the controller down like you can't be drinking while you're driving hence drunk driving so <laughs> you chug your beer and then you have to finish the course and and win it's really fun if you like beer and uh, yeah. chugging it i don't think i could do it anymore like i used to <laughs> back in the old college days you know <laughs> when we were young so old now so old um, yeah, so that's been this episode. Uh, I feel like the episode's been getting shorter, but I also feel like it's, we've actually been able to, like, get our groove. Yeah, especially sitting together. I feel like there hasn't been as much, like, stalling and trying to figure stuff yeah. out. So, and editing should be a little easier for you, too, since it's one It'll track. either be easier or I'll want to die. Oh, no. <laughs> it'll be like, oh, my God, I can hear myself swallowing my drink at that point. That's when I creak on the chair. Uh, oh see, my god, you, I blow you out have the, the headphones mic. on so you could hear all the stuff that you're going to be really thinking about. I can about. see it though. I'm so trained that I can see it on the thing when it doesn't. I'm like, <laughs> all right. Well, Kira and I are going to go hang out in person now. Heck yeah, we are. We have a few hours left together. We sure do. It's so it's really sad though that like you got here on a Thursday and we didn't see each other till Saturday. So oh, yeah. you had flown into your parents, but I was an hour away. So it's like. I'm so close, but I'm so far away. And now I'm, like, going home tonight. I'm like, you're still going to be an hour away, but, like, you're working tomorrow. And we wouldn't even really be doing anything, so. Yeah. So, it's a bummer. And we got to hang out this weekend. We got to hang out all day. We went to a really crowded Renaissance fair, but we got garlic mushrooms and 
and our drinks, and I got a dragon. And then we left because I was like, this is a super spreader event, goodbye. Yeah. As I wore my mask yeah. out and was like, bye. <laughs> Um, then we just went shopping instead. Yay, shopping. Yay. Also wearing masks. Yes. All right. Peace out, y'all. <laughs> Bye. 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 <laughs>